0: Welcome to another episode of Palt on Power, Power System Design's podcast on the latest in power and power design. I'm your host, Alex Pault, and today I've got Mark Burnside from Maxwell, and uh, we're going to talk about uh, electric vehicle applications, hybrid electric vehicles, especially in uh, the uh, heavy ap- uh, vehicle space. Isn't that right? Uh, Mark, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alex. It's my pleasure. Well... As I was saying, um, there's a lot going on in the electric and hybrid vehicle space, especially in the hybrid and um, electromechanical diesel hybrids and uh, in the performance automobile space all the way to the uh, bus and uh, municipality space. I understand you guys, uh, who are, and you're already participating in those spaces, have come out with something in the trucking space.
1: That's right, Alex. We have. Uh, we are basically a, a designer and builder of uh, ultracapacitors, a very, very high power device, um, capable of being charged very rapidly and discharged very rapidly, make it, making it actually ideal for starting large diesel engines. And what our products, what the uh, uh, the the uh, engine start module, the ESM as we refer to it, does very, very well is crank over large diesel engines up to 16 liters uh, without a problem. It spins, the, it spins the engine over quite rapidly, uh, gets the engine started very quickly in very cold weather. Um, what, we're, what we've just done is announced a smaller version of that for these smaller engines down less than 10 liters uh, with mm-hmm. the same type of high power starting capability.
0: Well, now... Th- 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 when you say that, because the first thing when I think of with ultra caps in a hybrid or an engine application, because in the case of a starter, that's not a hybrid application, that's enhancing the existing starter technology. Correct? Absolutely, that's exactly what we do. Right. So, so it. it, it, it you could almost say that, yes, you can use an ultracap in an energy reclamation system in a hybrid vehicle to throw some extra power to the electric motors for low-end torque starting up the uh, vehicle, but then in this case, we're not even trying to piggyback new technology or try to change the way the engine's operating. We're just improving the way it gets up and starts.
1: Exactly. We're replacing a 100-year-old battery technology with ultracapacitor power starting technology.
0: Mm -hmm, mm Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, as far as the engine goes and as far as, let's say, I am a fleet manager or let's say I am Peterbilt, I'm designing trucks right out front, Mm -hmm. what uh, barriers exist? I mean, is it going to give me that much of an opportunity to, A, shrink my battery so I can rely less on it or is it going to just increase my engine reliability? What's the cost-benefit ratio there mm -hmm. for the designer integrating the,
1: the Basically, the, the value proposition that we bring to this is that the trucks now have lots of accessories on them. Uh, big trucks uh, over the road, uh, 18-wheelers, have sleepers on them. Uh, local delivery trucks have lift gates on them. And these are all very bad for batteries because they drain the batteries, and they drain the batteries quickly and leaving the batteries unable to start the engine frequently. We go into the unit with a standard Group 31 size battery. We replace one battery in the the battery box. That battery, or our our engine start module, gets wired directly to the starter. And the only thing that discharges our unit is the starter motor. So the other batteries are now free to power all of these accessories. And they can be drained almost to nothing, um, uh, leaving the uh, ESM fully charged and capable of starting the engine so the uh, idea is that we avoid uh, downtime lost time and, and, and the resulting jump start necessary in the field to come out and get that get that truck back on the road when, the, when, mm-hmm. the, when mm-hmm. the what kind of
0: harsh road. weather uh, what kind of harsh weather performance are we talking about here because I mean trucks sometimes wind up in the most abysmal conditions
1: Well, that's the interesting thing. There's another benefit to this in terms of idling, Um, idle reduction. Of course, is becoming uh, required by law now in many states. And what we can do is we can avoid that idle reduction because drivers are afraid to turn off their engines when it's cold. They'll let an engine run all night to avoid having a starting problem in the morning. And what the the current customer base is finding out, they can actually leave that truck sit all night and start it without a problem in the morning, uh, therefore saving uh, some number of gallons per fuel depending on the displacement, uh, and, and start that truck without a jump start in the morning. Mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Now, let's look at it from a different direction, recognizing that. What kind of uh, vehicle applications, other than that, I mean, would it benefit me to re- replace one or more? Because li- as you were saying with lift gates and things like that, there are um, motor apps where having... All the current up front will give me a lot more performance in my motor application.
1: Of course, we don't we don't power the liftgate ourselves. We still leave that to the battery because uh, deep cycle batteries do that sort of work very very well. We are a very a very high power device, essentially low power compared to a lead acid battery. We can't deliver the kind of energy. Um, excuse me, we're very low energy compared to a uh, lead acid battery. Very high power device, but we can deliver the instant the starting current. Our short circuit current is very high, on the order of ten thousand amps, and so we can deliver a very, very strong burst of starting current to, for 3 to 15 seconds to get that engine started.
0: Right, right, right. Well, I, that's, that's what I was um, kind of referring to, not so much as that that cap would power, the ultra cap would power the entire application, and, and the liftgate is a pretty much of a dumb application, but we've got a lot of other um, growing area in autonomous robotic applications where initial control, is a factor but i guess that's that's reaching a little bit as well so i apologize but whenever i think of uh energy storage i i always try to think of all of the different applications that could benefit from it because it's sure. a difficult situation right
1: Sure. Well, Maxwell has quite a, few, quite a number of products that do a large number of things along the lines of what you're speaking. This particular product is focused on the engine starting application. And to give you some example of what we can do, we can take one of our units, uh, completely discharged, brand new off the, off the factory floor with no energy in it at all, put it into a truck whose batteries are at 10 volts. So that, that, that truck cannot start at 10, with this with batteries at 10 volts. They're, they're essentially at a zero state of charge. A half-hour later, we are fully charged. We have a microprocessor and DC-DC converter that can scavenge enough energy out of that, those 10-volt batteries to fully charge our unit to the 15.2 volts that we use for starting the, the truck. A half-hour later, your truck starts without adding any energy to the picture at all.
0: Well, you know, and that's, that's actually a very excellent point to make, Mark, is that in that system, it could actually r- recover enough energy from subpar batteries Actually, rescue the system. You could literally, and obviously, the lower the charge level, as long as there's some charge in it. Is there a lower level to the amount of charge it can recognize? Is there a lower voltage uh, bottom end? Between nine and nine and a half volts. You can go pretty low there, and yeah. and have a nice margin.
1: Exactly. So we re- we refer to this as energy to power conversion. Um, kind of difference. Kind of the difference between a. Uh, Uh, A garden hose can deliver water for a a, a very long time, for a short period of time, but imagine a fire hydrant with a limited amount of water behind it. That water comes out very fast and very forcefully, but it it wouldn't last very long. So we do the conversion. We take all that water, save it all up, and then give it to you real fast when you need it.
0: Right. Well, basically, um, board-level caps writ large. Correct. (laughs) Well, and that's, that's the other side of the coin is that the the more the um, technology adapts, the more application spaces that didn't even know that it could benefit from that technology become an actually a useful uh, application space
1: correct and and the, the this particular uh, application of starting uh, diesel engines is very well suited to the technology giving us the ability to um, basically replace a lot of acid batteries. I would suggest that ten years from now well over half of the trucks on the road will be started with using uh, uh, ultracapacitor technology
0: well that's a challenging uh, prediction, but I, I would imagine that if you're aggressive with your educational efforts and uh, things like uh, this podcast, you should be able to reach those targets because if you can truly show a benefit to the engineering community, they're going to we utilize do. your solution exactly. if only for those applications that it's best suited. Exactly. And it's, it's perfectly well suited uh, for
1: this particular application. We couldn't uh, there was a lot of things we can't do with this unit, but, but boy, can we start engines. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Great. Now, I always uh, let my interviewee have an opportunity to leave last words, last thoughts with the audience before we close out the podcast. So uh, what would, what last thoughts would you like to leave the audience with before we close out, um, e- either based on future predictions or based on current uh, technology?
1: Well, I've already gone way out on a limb on my future prediction, Uh, so I won't won't do that one again. But uh, the the technology, the ultra-capacitor technology outside of uh, engine starting is very common now in in hybrid vehicle start-stop applications. It does does all the starting of the engine, where the engine has to start um, maybe dozens of times in a day, up to 100 times in a day. It also does very well in hybrid vehicles, hybrid buses, for propulsion power, for energy reclamation, so there are a number of applications where the ultracapacitor can be applied to uh, applications or to situations where high power is required for a short for a short period of time, and, and, and also the ability to accept the charge very, very rapidly uh, from the charging source. So we have a lot of applications outside just the starting uh, that we do now.
0: Well, and I agree with you completely. I truly do. I've been uh, following uh, Maxwell for a while, and I think you guys are on the right track And I'm really glad you came to the show today. My pleasure. And uh, I'd like to thank everybody out there in the audience for taking the time to be with us. We wouldn't be here without you. Tell your friends. This is Alex Paul for Paul Tom Power. Have a great day.